Hey guys, Editor Brendan cutting in for a second. This episode marks the end of the Atonement Prison Break. We've got a few more episodes worth of side jobs, as we're calling them, before Act 2 starts proper. I hope you enjoyed the Prison Break arc as we got back into the habit of running Exalted and reacquainted ourselves with mechanics. After combat concludes, I did leave in a bit more out-of-character chatter than I would have as we discuss some moral implications and generally talk about not wanting to step on other people's toes. I found listening back to this to be a good exercise in at-the-table consent and making sure the entire crew were on board with things, which is why I decided to keep it in. Also, as an added note, this was recorded fairly late into the night. If memory serves, we didn't wrap up until about 1am. And as I get tired, the ADHD takes over, and I will jump wildly between topics, and being sleep-deprived, I tend to slur my words a bit more than usual. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this little mini-arc. I've left all the outtakes at the end, and tune in next week as we go on another wacky adventure. Hello and welcome to a Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, uh, pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name's Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood-aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela Sheher, and I'll be playing Tirali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants who cooks the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, Like a Dragon-Blooded, The Atonement Prison Break. If they roll any ones, um, I ignore penalties to to that evasion because I'm using the flickering candle meditation because I'm not in perilous position. Who is my... I, Elian is 13. Ricky is 10. Uh, Tarali is... I think it was She's a, 5 plus 2 for 4 motes, so that would be 7. And then we gave you a 3, so 10. Yes. And divine Minus is six. one for onslaught, so nine. Oh, I'm sorry, nine. So everyone is. I remember that Ricky is actually a ten with the onslaught. So then, uh, Elian is actually a twelve. If they the, roll a single one, then I'm good. Okay. And divine is a six. Uh, five with onslaught. Five with onslaught. Okay. So my minimum to hit is a five and I'm rolling 13 dice, I believe. Yes, because I have uh, negatives. I am reading that correctly, right? Essence ones on our enemy's attack roll. Allow her to ignore that many points of. Yes. Q. That's one of the, the charms I have activated.
I rolled eight fucking successes. Who was that for? Uh, to hit you all. Oh, okay. oh, man. It's one single attack to try to hit you all. That's why I had you all give me descriptions. Okay, so eight. I believe that the only person that he hits in that case is Divine. Yeah. So as Divine's trying to uh, jump out of the way towards the sail, he just gets, you know, caught by the scythe and noped back to the dock. Uh, also, there's some stuff that happened since he missed me by a lot. Okay. Um, is there stuff that happens that makes his initiative go down? Uh, yes. He missed me, so he takes three initiative damage. Okay. Or, uh, I yeah, I have uh, Ember Misdirection as well. Is that another three? Uh, so it's on successful dodge, the attacker overextends suffering essence dice of unsoakable withering damage. But I don't get any initiative from this. Right, but it's still, you, your essence three, so that brings him down to 44. Well, it's essence dice. Uh, so is that Oh, I'm sorry. So then that would be, uh, so if you, the both of you could roll uh, three dice. Oh, I've been doing that very wrong. I'm sorry. One. One, and that still brings him down to 48 before his attack roll goes through. Which means that then, because he still has the other thing, he still has to uh, split everything. And still 12. I'm sorry, Cody. Yeah, yeah. So, while that he is not going to hit Tarali, Elian, or Ricky... Unfortunately, the talker among your group is just not as quick. Cody, do you have anything that can help you negate decisive damage? Uh, no. Okay, that would normally be in resistance charms or anything. So, what are those? We're going to roll 12 dice and see what happens. I need to also just double check his things that he used. Oh, I'm sorry, he also used Falling Scythe Flash, so he does add three dice. Oh no, he's gonna kill me by three more. <laughs> Fifteen dice. And he doubles tens. I'm so sorry, bud. It's okay. I'll just uh, let everybody know that it's your fault my character died this time, not mine. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Okay, uh, how many health levels do you have, by the way? Uh, not Fifteen. <laughs> right, but I still have to get successes on this. Uh, you're just at standard, aren't you? Yeah, so six and then incapacitated. Okay. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you goddamn motherfucking bullshit on 15 goddamn dice, three fucking successes, and no tens with doubles? Motherfucker! You mean he doesn't have something that lets him re-roll sixes and ones? No, he doesn't. Mm, you didn't become the hammer. That was your first problem. He didn't have the willpower to add greatest killer attitude so that he could just give an automatic five auto successes to the decisive. Thank goodness we broke your spirit before this, then. No, thank you. Know, he was using it for defenses. That's the only reason he's still alive. Yeah. Funny how that works. Uh, so, uh, Divine is going to take a very rough hit uh, through his clothing. Uh, where where do you want to take the hit, Cody? Oh, no, nah, he definitely caught me, like, right in the uh, 
chest, like barely missing the vital organs. Uh, as the, uh, do you mind if I describe it? Yeah, please. So, as the vine tries to jump away, the downward thrust of the scythe catches him in his uh, in his chest, just barely missing his vital organs, uh, slamming him into the dock with a cackle of electricity as sparks fly out from the uh, gaping wound across the scythe. When copper scales pulls the uh, weapon out, though, though the uh, wound is still bleeding, you can see it sort of closing itself up uh, with the power of science, a.k.a. electricity. Keeping my heart pumping through sheer power of will. The blood rains down on him, and he is appeased. Um, let me look at his bullshit to see if he gets any bonuses to uh, coming back on initiative. He does not. So what the he's going to do as a reflexive thing is he is going to use. No, he's not. He's not going to do that. He has one willpower left. He's not an idiot. Uh, so he is going to reset to three. Next oh, man, that's still uh, more than my negative 19. So next up is uh, Elian at... No, I'm sorry. Next up is Ferris at 16. Welcome up. Okay. So seeing her friends get attacked and try to be sliced up like cheese, um, Ferris grows more angry. Her brows furrow more. And... The vines in her hair grow a little bit more prickly as she uh, starts to pull another arrow up, locks it in place right for the spot in between Copper Scale's eyes, takes a deep breath, and right before she releases the arrow, she spends more motes. To get her best shot in. And just anyone close enough to her will hear her kind of mumble to herself. That is not cool. And let's lose an arrow. I'm going to be using unobstructed hunter's aim. I am not using death from nowhere because that's for withering. Because I'm going to do a decisive attack. Do you have any uh, decisive uh, charms to use with this? Um, the only one I have is Guide Calming Draw, but that just extends my range band by one. Right. And you, since I'm not already long, it doesn't add me an auto success. How many dice are you rolling? Uh, without stuck dice, I am rolling 19. I will absolutely give you a two dot stunt with an automatic uh, one on the success. So roll me 21. Uh, His evasion is a two. I am also spending one willpower for another auto success. You don't add accuracy to uh, decisive. 
Okay, so then I'm only rolling 15 dice plus the two, so 17 dice. That's still pretty good. So 17 versus his evasion of two. And then I spent the willpower for an auto, and then... I got. I gave you a two-dot stunt, so you're basically auto-hitting. Let's just see how high that you get over this. Ten successes! Okay, so you got ten successes, so you hit him. So now please roll me your initiative. Uh, do you have anything that adds to initiative damage? Currently, your initiative is a 16. I actually don't think I have anything that adds to initiative damage. So, please roll me 16 damage dice. Give me just a second to look at his character sheet. Okay. The arrow goes through his uh, plate mail helm, and you can see it, like, go directly into the eye. It is... There is, like, blood that, like, gushes out of it, and he screams this, and looks to you all with one eye left, his scythe raised. You will not leave atonement. Anathema! Now it's Elian's turn. What am I adding him? Uh, you are currently at a... Oh, I'm, I should apologize. Uh, Ferris, you reset to a three. Uh, just let you know. Um, also, uh, Alien, you are at an 11. And he's at like a three. Mm-hmm. Or has he crashed? Uh, he's at a three, but he is also already gone this turn, so... Okay, I'm just... I'm going to decide, so I'm just trying to think of a good description. It's been the water in my blood. So, okay, I don't know if this would involve technically a grapple or not, uh, so I'm just going to give you the description and you can tell me. Um, so, Elyon, this, this dude is just not facing Elyon, which is just disrespectful if you're going to fight. Um, so they're going to walk up, drop down, like try and like knock them down and wave motion the uh, arrow right further into the face and also hit the face with the residual essence burst. Okay, shit, I gotta give you a three dot for that because that gave me a... That gave me that kind of response. It's really cool. Um, So three dotter, so that is uh, automatic uh, two two dice, automatic success, and uh, willpower plus another willpower that goes above your maximum. It... Did you want to spend willpower? I mean, yeah. I don't think it goes above my maximum. Uh, um, I've been very bad about keeping track, honestly. <laughs> so for a three daughter, you you get two dice, an automatic success, a willpower regen, and a willpower that is allowed to go above your maximum. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't been keeping track of that then. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Three daughters are pretty good. So, how many is that on top of my other bullshit? So, remember, you're only allowed to spend one willpower per turn. That's fine. So, that's two automatic successes, two extra dice. Um, plus whatever you're gonna normally roll. What do you normally roll? Uh, I mean, for decisive, it's normally 11 dice, because I don't add accuracy in there. Okay, so then um, 11 dice plus two successes. 
Uh, since he's already been attacked this turn, his, you're attacking him from some kind of range, right? You're not like, I mean, you are, you're doing a thrown weapon, right? Yeah, it's, it's technically classified as a thrown weapon, um, because I can do it out, I can do it close range, short range, and medium range. I'm going to say that since it, uh, you, since it is a thrown weapon and he does not have on his character sheet here a martial arts charm that lets him, or a brawl charm that lets him, like, parry throne, his evasion is a whole one. Okay, so 11 plus the two, mm-hmm. so 13, okay. Uh, plus the two auto successes. So 11. Ah! Well, you hit. Uh, so roll your decisive, uh, which is currently an 11. Um, do, I forget, did I do the damage on my weapon? You do not. It okay. is just your initiative. Unless you have a thing that lets you double uh, double initiative damage or, or double uh, double decisive damage or anything like that. Nope. I just get bullshit if, uh, on this decisive. Go ahead and roll it then. Okay. So, Elian. I have a single question for you. Well, actually, I have two questions. First off, um, what you're about to do to him is going to bring him to incapacitated. Do you want to do the Yakuza, do the thing that, you know, you've seen in Yakuza when we were when you were uh, at the apartment and were watching me play it, where that basically like you just kind of like incapacitate people and like leave them on the street because you're Yakuza? Or, or is this a cutscene where you actually murder someone? Oh, I mean, I'm just there to incapacitate them, but they're going to have a very, very fucked up face. Because not only is Elyon pushing the arrow, like, basically through further, the essence is also, like, residually ramming their face as well. Trip them, put them on the ground, and essence blast them to the face. Um, as it actually hits, there's uh, similar to when they blew all that essence to dodge the attacks. There's just this crack as the pier buckles from the blast, and this the waves of the essence that just blast out, sending water kind of flying as the um, the aura behind them. Just I think I'm at hurting right now is just tentacles flailing around imitating the arms kind of blasting forward push down into the pier and then through the water is the heavy armored form of 10,000 copper scales the master of the atonement he goes into the water he may not who knows if he's dead or alive later on Maybe the atonement is a place that is beyond the realm and beyond uh, reality of creation. But as far as you know, as far as you all will ever know, the exigent of bondage and servitude is gone. I mean, I'm uh, have to go, you know, get him out of the water. Uh, I would like to, out of character, ask if this is going to be a spotlight steal thing to do, but I do want to ask if it is, we can just cut it and edit it out. Uh, Ricky isn't really normally for that life, but given the circumstance for what he is, and he's, uh, God, I, he might dome him. 
He might just bash his face open, like actually kill him. Yeah. So since Elian gave the killing blow, I would like to leave it up to Christina on that. If Elian would let uh, Ricky dive after him into the water to like just basically savage this guy. I honestly, I already said Elian's going to go and because, you know, water elemental and Elian's not about really the killing life. Um, they would kind of like, <sighs> I went a little too far there. Hold on. D- and dive into the water, still like gleaming with these after images of gold and like tentacles flailing and all this other stuff. Just dive in and like slowly, because my strength's only three and this dude's wearing ridiculous armor, but like my intelligence is used for my strength kind of right now, which is a five. Just kind of like trudge him back up on the land and just throw him on the ground. And pull the arrow out to get back to Ferris. And Ricky normally isn't into the whole kill your enemy thing either. But this is like a direct moral opposite to like the way of following that he believes in. And in his mind should not be allowed to continue. Again, if it's if it's too much or not my not my scene, but so I am totally cool with you guys having this opposite scene. Um, do you guys want to? Resolve this through dice rolls or through role play? Uh, I'd rather do it through role play rather than dice rolls. But if, if Christina is like, hey, I don't think that's. I, I'm, I'm gonna like defer to her on this. Out of character rather than. In- so you wouldn't ask Elion if um, you could just merc this guy? I would more state that I'm doing it. And if you chose to try to stop me, then that would be a separate conversation. Uh, I, so if Ricky approached uh, him looking like he was just gonna add another blow into this person who's already clearly unconscious. Elion would just kind of, like, put a hand up and be like, "He, he's already out. What, What's the point in just adding to this it? This will just keep happening. This isn't some some real-world incarcer- in, in, in incarnation of the god of sleep, and I have a hard time standing for that. I can't allow that to continue. I'm not here to start a fight with you over what should happen to him, but there might be a better option than just outright murdering him. But I'm going to leave it for you to decide. You can do with him as you will. And I have a question for you to, to resolve my in-character thoughts on this. Um, I am a uh, sorcerer of the Broken Maiden who is a goddess of like emancipation and freedom and not slavery, right? This guy is the the antithesis to literally my my way of thinking. My question to you is, uh, so so your loyalty to the Broken Maiden as a sorcerer, what intimacy level do you think that is for Ricky right now? Is it minor, major, or is it a defining trait? Well, I literally willingly submitted myself to prison to one, go free my friend, and two, try to help just people in here. Okay. Uh, I would say it's rather, I would say it's major. Not, it's definitely more than minor. I don't know that it's defining, but I think it could get there. And also, the main thing that's defining this here isn't any problem with monks or anything. But the, Ricky's only definitive intimacy at the moment is a flame should bur- burn freely and never be snuffed out. And I could argue that there was a lot of snuffing going on here, and that was against his moral code in that regard as well. 
Do you two want to bring it down to dice rolls in that case? Oh, I, I basically brought it down to, because of my intimacy, I, I'm just like, I think there's another way to handle this, but, you know, I'm going to leave it up to you. So it's literally just going to be up to what Ricky wants to do. There's no team fighting here. Like, I'm not, it's not, not PvP. It's not going to resolve like that. If Ellen was like, no, you're not doing that, I'd be like, oh, you're making a mistake or whatever. But that's not what aliens like. They're like, I think there's a better way to do it, but I'll leave it up to you. And I'm trying to resolve that that inner monologue of character thought with um, you. As okay, PM. so here is my options for you. Elian has given you a, I don't want to say a non-committal answer, but like Elian has basically given the choice of this person's fate in your. This isn't a defining intimacy, so like... I, I wouldn't say that, like, someone stopping you from doing this would really hurt you. But at the same time, since it is clearly a major intimacy, it, it is a harder choice for you to make. Well, I mean, since I'm connected to the Maiden, can, what, what would be the goddess's view of this choice? The goddess's view of this choice is end him, end him now. He is the, the antithesis to what that we believe in. However, you are not the goddess. You are not the exigent of the goddess. You are a mortal who has been given her power through sorcery, and you do not, like, this is going to sound really weird, you know sorcery through her power, you don't owe her your fucking life. Yeah. Gods and all those kinds of things are... This is going to sound super weird uh, for uh, Dragonblooded specifically. But realistically, the Exalted are actually a step above God. Even Dragonblooded, who are like on like the lower tier of Exalted. Sure, I should, so I shouldn't think of myself as her underling, more like her like compatriot. You should think of her. You should think of yourself as her equal. Right. The thing that I would ask you to do if we were to put this down to dice would be a charisma and some kind of other role for versus your resolve um, with the, uh, the major intimacy giving you a plus two to resolve uh, dice is in how my question is, do you think that you should kill this guy? Because at the end of the day, like it's not the God's choice. It's yours. What I think of, a few other instances of Ephraim being handled in that regard. I think of that one sad, pathetic guy who lied to us that, that ended up like getting taken out, and that seems like a far mm -hmm. lesser offense than what this guy is doing. If it makes you feel any better, I'm willing to stab him just because he stabbed me. No, I have something. I have something in mind. If this happens, I'm just trying to. I don't want to throw off the mood of this in character and out of character. Like if it's not appropriate, if that's not what we want to go for, out of character break the game immersion for a little bit. I, I don't want to do it. But I do think it wouldn't be out of character want to do that as Ricky. I don't think that it would be. So my, my argument here is, is that uh, I don't think it'd be out of character for Ricky to let him go. And basically like, I don't know, yell at him underwater and be like, you're only uh, the, the extent of your, uh, your control is the Atonement Island. I have a better idea. Please, how does go ahead. Someone, 
stop becoming the exigent of a god. They fucking die. Damn it. Yeah, uh, sorry. It's like, how does someone stop becoming a solar? Okay. Kill the unconquered sun. Uh, no, no, they, they, they die. Not kill the unconquered sun. That's not the option. That's when you unlock the essence six charms. I don't want... It feels genuine for the character, but I, Tyler, don't want to make the scene feel uncomfortable, so I'm just going to not. Here's my thing. What, like, if it feels genuine for the character, though, why wouldn't you do it? Uh, but then again, you said it, feel, it makes you feel uncomfortable. I don't which want to make unique. everyone else feel uncomfortable, because we kind of don't do that. We, we do do that, though. We, we actually do do that. We have once. Uh, the Wintha, the Battle Worm, um, there's been a few people that you guys have murdered. Did the Linthas really die? I thought we captured them. Yes, no, you absolutely fucking murdered them. We murdered all but one, and then we interrogated them. He, he blocked it out. That's a fair point. Maybe I will kill him. Yeah, okay. If it makes you, if it makes you feel better, Elion's just kind of like, so... I have an intimacy in El- as Elliot is there's always more than one solution to a problem. That's why they were just like, I think there might be a better solution to this, but, you know, do what you will. Like, if you decide to kill him, they're not going to care. If you decide to, like, figure out another option for it, cool. Like, they're literally just like, I wash my hands of this. Like, okay. do follow, as you will. Okay, question then. Ricky's going to look to Elliot and be like, I'm, I'm open to suggestions, but right now that's all I'm thinking. What else do you think? What's the other option? Because he's just going to keep doing the same shit to more people. What's what's the other solution? Honestly, I don't know. I just like to think there's more than just one solution to killing someone. Normally, I, I'm I'm. This is a special special case. This guy's a dirtbag, and there'll always be a dirtbag. He's going to keep shitting on more. Yeah, the the I'm uh, the I'm the representation of the god of being a slaver. Uh, that that's kind of a line that has been crossed. Look, I'm like I said. I'm. Just, I'm just playing up the intimacy. That's all. I understand. I, One of y'all know I'm going to. Like, do, do what you need to do. Uh, Ricky's just gonna nod and be like, "Yep, that's the way to do it." I guess. And I'm gonna take his go over to his body and take his helmet off and look at his face. All right. So his face is uh, well. One, he's missing an eye. Um, he is. Uh, let's see, uh, he's got appearance five, but it, he has the, uh, the flaw of hideous. Um, he's not super great looking. Um, he's up on the shore. His, his armor is waterlogged and he looks to you with his one eye and he just kind of goes, do it. You okay, pal. Release me. what do he say? Release me. Well, now that he wants it, I don't. I kind of don't want to do it okay, anymore. Okay, so if a guy was possessing someone, and then the the possession dies, does he just find someone else? Uh, you don't know. Exigents are weird. Okay, you got it, pal. I'm gonna drag him over to like a corner of the dock. He can't swim now, right? He's knocked out. He can't. No, no, he can't swim. You could just like bash him in with your rack staff. Yeah, I'll just hit him a good time and throw him in the water. There you go. You hit him a good time. He he's gone. Okay. He he was at incapacitated already, and he just kind of looked at you and just basically went like, "End me. I can't serve Seeger anymore." And what do you respond to that with? You're welcome. 
and I'll throw them in. And you just throw them in and like bash them down? Cool. Yeah. You do it. He goes down. The 10,000 copper scales is removed. His exaltation of Sigur, the god of binding and enslavement, moves on to either back to his god, back to whatever. Does, uh, do, do, do we see him leave the form? The exigency? Yeah. Roll me a perception and a cult roll. What's a fun Anyone who wants to look for this, yeah. do it. Mm. Two! Anyone else? Nope. Okay. Oh, we're you doing s- perception occult? Yeah, please, if you want to. Come on, Kayla. Get a one. Do three, two, one. Yeah. Three, two, That's one. That's hilarious. Holy shit. I can't believe you guys got three, two, one. Uh, so you see nothing. Congratulations. Uh, nothing uh, is seen by your. Uh, oh, wait. Brendan, does this count as a visual thing? At cat eyes. Do you have cat eyes that allow you to see on the spirit realm or any charms that allow you to see on the spirit realm? No, I just. No, that, then it does to, not count. Pers- visual perception. Brendan, I do. I have spirit detect. I have spirit detecting mirror technique, so I don't have to roll anything. I just can just I look in the reflective glass of my uh, of my uh, lantern, and only the exalt is capable of seeing the reflection. To others, even spirit itself, it doesn't appear in the mirror. It doesn't allow the dragon blood to physically interact with spirits, but it can be used in conjunction with magic. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, so I can't see him if I look in the reflection of my mirror. Okay, cool. So you look in the reflection of the glass on the uh, the, the lantern that you hold for your rack staff. Uh, you can see the exaltation flying towards the northwest, towards the Blessed Isle. I'm going to raise my rack staff towards that, that entity flying by and say, I'm going to come for you too one day, you greasy gimp. How, how long do you keep watching this in your rack staff? Uh, for quite a few seconds. Okay, uh, so it is moving at an extreme speed, like, the kind of speed that, like, you need to, like, kind of move your rack staff over the entire horizon, uh, basically, uh, 90 to 100 degrees from where you originally see it. It eventually gets to the point where you are pointing directly. And it makes everyone feel better. I wasn't gonna kick, I wasn't gonna curb stomp him. I'm just gonna lay his head on the, on the on the edge of the pier and just break break the edge of the pier with his head. You see this spirit go all the way over to Mount Maru, the mountain at the center of the Imperial Isle that are at the center of the Blessed Isle that is infinity tall and go up and then disappear out of the view of your lantern's racks or out of the view of your Rackstaff's lantern as it ascends past the Sky Dome into Yushan. Uh, uh, Ricky's gonna exhale. Sorry, y'all had to see that. Get the fuck out of here. See what? You live out my current fantasy? Yeah, that's real fucking rough, bud. Well, add, just add the old spank bank, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll remember that when I'm wanking with the, uh, Left arm, the right arm is pretty uh, 
not as fucked as you were in our last fight, but Minami's gonna look to you all and just be like, "Yo, can you all fucking get it together? Let's uh, let's get on out of here. We got this junk over here. Who here knows how to sail?" And he like walks over and he's got like fucking like rice cakes and he like hands one to each of you. Nice. Please refresh all of your personal emotes. Wow. Minami's kind of a fucking rad ass exalted. I would have preferred the peripheral. <laughs> well, you know. I don't know what to tell you. Stop being so damn responsible and then maybe you'll find more use out of that, you know? Dude, this is the one where I blew the most. Like, I blew 18 trying to dodge those attacks. As far as the battle groups go, um, I'm going to just take a wild guess and say that Tirali's tyrants are really good at their fucking job right now. Um, That battle group hasn't hit you in two fucking turns, and their shit is just going to keep going down. And also now, Tirali isn't, well, concerned with fighting for her life. So, Tirali, what is the final order that you give to your tyrants before they board the ship out of here? So, Tirali, who has since lifted herself gracefully from the hanging off the pier with her little back handstand, now uh, with the main bad guy out of the way, looking at her troops, she uh, is proud of them. Uh, that they have held them off so far. Uh, but she is not an easy leader. <laughs> she is, she's tough on her men, and they are elite for a reason. So even though she is proud of what they've done, she can't let on too much and wants to rouse them to do the final blows and screams across the battlefield, why are they even still standing? And did they move up the field half an inch? And ask them, do I need to come handle it for y'all, or are y'all going to take care of this? And and riles them up to make their final dash towards the undead to prove their allegiance that they can handle this, they know what they're doing, and they don't need her to come in and save them. Tarali's tyrants move through the rest of the undead men here, with no necromancer to guide them, the undead fall before their blades and everything else. Eventually, everything is calmed on this side of the island. And you all can look out and see the ship battle that is going on as the pirates of Mollusca Bay fight against the, the, uh, the, the wood fleet of uh, House Veneef. The cannons and weird artifact weapons on the edges of their ships are used not to incinerate and destroy uh, people, but instead, um, instead, um, like Greek fire, they set up flaming uh, areas where the, the wooden ships cannot pass through. They are doing their best not to to negate uh, unnecessary casualties, though mm, every now and again someone does hit the essence can on the capital ship. Um, does anyone in your team have sail? Hard no. You know, I should as a water aspect, uh, but I don't. Definitely something I've been planning to do 
the entire time I've had this character. Absolutely a whole zero levels in sale. As you all board the ship and look at everything very confused, Minami comes up and goes and starts using his starts using his five dots in charisma and five dots in sail to start telling you all how to deal with the ship. You all, um, I assume, are going to just listen to Minami. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll but I'll complain about it the whole time. Like, motherfucker, how the fuck do you know how to sail? Uh, how the fuck don't I know how to say you fucking piece of shit? We live in a port city, you fucking asshole. How do you not know how a fucking ship works? There's a rudder over there. There's a crow's nest. Oh, I'll, you know I'll what? Show you a fucking rudder. Keep oh, fucking shit. Oh, oh, fuck. You know what, Ricky? How about you open the crow's nest, you fucking piece of shit? You know what? At least you want to look at the ugly fucking face up there. Fine. I'm just going to hop up there. Oh, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I, I, just, I just hop away. <laughs> I just end the conversation there. <laughs> What's up, Cody? Hey, Ricky, you know you really do want to learn how to sail. Can I spend three motes to use opening Mind's Gate to instill the... uh, To instill a major principle of I must seek out education for one scene? Fuck yeah, do it to him! Do it to him! I'll find out the most uneducated education you can fucking imagine. Don't tempt me. So, I'm gonna add in uh, that Elyon looks greener than usual. Uh, they are getting seasick. They can walk across water and swim in water and hold their breath forever in it, but they can't sail. I'm if, if Elion gets on the water, they're going to be awful when it comes to like sailing because they're not used to the motion of it. But they love water, except for like boats. <laughs> Never don't make the callback. Divine's going to pull some pocket seaweed out. I thought it was funny. That's why I decided to go with it. <laughs> Uh, you said you're gonna pull out some seaweed. Yeah, some pocket seaweed. That's how Elliot. you make uh, wood aspects less seasick. Elliot's gonna look at divine. I'm not a wood aspect. I'm a water aspect. Yeah, but you don't know that doesn't mean it won't work. There's water in wood. It should work too. That, that's I'm, not I'm, how aspects work. I'm I'm good. Uh, I'll be fine. I just have to get used to it. That's fine. I know. I know you need it. I mean, just like throws the moist seaweed at uh Paris. You you know what you gotta do. I'm gonna be below the deck, uh not overworking my wound, you know. Who is watching above deck? Well I'm on the cr- I'm in the crow's nest, so I hope so. I'm probably on deck. So with Manami and other people uh, messing around with the sails and everything, uh, anyone who is above deck is watching uh, as the junk that you all have stolen and piloted back towards Chiroskiro is being protected by a large armada of other ships. With at the head of them, a ship that is uh, as far as Anyone who is uh, uh, has a single dot in a cult and is looking out uh, from the uh, from the deck can tell is made purely of demon's gold, which is to say this ship, the flagship of this armada is made of pure Ori Calcum. Ricky's going to haul down from the crow's nest 
All right, man, I'm here to fuck up. I'm hungry as shit. Give me back so you can make me that goddamn dinner. Okay, fucker, I'll, I'll make you a goddamn dinner. Just let's enjoy the fucking light show. So uh, as it, he, he says this, uh, you all see the uh, the Molesca Armada kind of square up with the uh, with the wood uh, with the wood fleet. Every ship that is at the front starts launching essence bolts, uh, either through actual cannons or through familiars that they own, that do not hit the wood fleet, but hit close enough to drive them back. Oh, are we scaring folks now? Is that what we're doing? As you're saying that, uh, a smoky apparition of the Admiral of the Molusca Armada appears before you uh, with a barking corgi by his side. Yeah, bro. We don't want to, like, murder people. We just want to, like, scare them away while we, like... Bro, like, there's so much treasure in the ocean, bro. Hey, no, I get you, man. I'm a big fan of scaring people. It's, like, my favorite thing. Brendan, am I still am I still fire or has it been it hasn't been that long, right? It, yes, but like not enough to like burn down the fucking ship that you're on. That's fine. I was just gonna do my dragon roar thing to not do any damage, but just spook them more. To spook the uh the, the realm people? Yeah. Hell yeah. You know what, dude, 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 I'm gonna just let you do it. You fucking spook them more. Yeah, I just <laughs> Can I add on to the, the dumb when you're done? But, like, the fact of the matter is, is that you throwing out some elemental dragon bullshit on their side, and that is way more uh, unnerving than a lot of the bullshit they can throw out. Right. Yeah, it's gonna, the, the fire, the dragon flame breath is gonna, like, just turn into a, a roaring, angry fire dog in, in front of the entire armada and just belch out smoke. Does it belch out smoke uh, through, like, sleepy snores? What? Well, you're the sleeping hound. No, that's the thing. When my animal flare is, the dog wakes up. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. When my banner flare is, the dog actually wakes up and angrily roars like he woke it up while it was sleeping soundly. Well, shit. In that case, yeah, they're way more scared. Way more scared. Considering you had the stubborn pets thing, holy shit, they are way more scared. Like, the dog formed into, like, a, a dog that's curled up sleeping, and its eyes dart open like it got abruptly woken. It's gonna slowly get up and just roar angrily, breathing smoke and fire. I was just gonna throw uh, some essence bullshit at them. Uh, but it's gonna be kind of comedical, uh, comical, because, like, so Elion's not used to boats. Elion's used to, like, Weirdly enough, water and land. Not used to, like, the tipsiness of a boat. So they're going to try and, like, do their normal poses and stuff to fire the bolts out. And they're just going to kind of, like, slip to the side a little bit and not be able to quite catch their footing because they're just not used to it. But they still get it out. Fantastic. I love it. I have a question that I don't think we've ever really fucked around with before for the Cerberkit. Please go ahead. What... All does that entail? Because I know it's just a title, basically. Having a sober cat is important as a dragon blooded because you're not known by your house and your name. You are known by your title, which means that you have a little bit more power. 
your power isn't relegated to your house. So Ricky having a sobriquet of the sleeping dogs of the Goestara means that people don't recognize Ricky as, oh, Ricky is just the uh, a random dragon blooded from Chiroskiro. People recognize Ricky by, oh, that's the sleeping dog. Do we go sleeping dog or is it legally distinct sleeping dog? I get slumbering hound is what I they don't recognize him as, is it Ricky Maru Ryu? Ricky Take. Ricky Take Ryu. People don't recognize him as Ricky Take Ryu anymore. People recognize him as Ricky the Slumbering Hound, which is a big fucking deal because Dragon Blooded generally don't get subroquettes, unless, of course, they've done some big shit. It's one of those like it's it, it's so weird to like explain, but it's one of those like it's one of those backgrounds that just kind of always is in effect. Combats have finished. Uh, Tarali's tyrants have boarded everything and have moved on. The Molusca Bay pirates have held everything off, though the essence cannons were used to. Small effect. After about a day of sailing, you all make it back to... Are there any interactions with any of the Molusca pirates or your or your gangmates that you all would like to have? Are we... Are me and uh, Jaded Mike cool? Did he come with us? Yes, you and Jaded Mike are cool. Okay, say less. That's all I need to uh, Jaded Mikae going forward will probably be like a uh, if you want to like bet on him during a fight he'll totally do it but like he's not going to be like a fighter uh, oh oh man Cody Cody uh, 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 underground fight ring uh, betting racket uh, I mean the that's what the gambling dens are for yeah uh, fight night at the gambling den anyway yeah I didn't pump my bureaucracy for nothing there you go Anything else you guys would like to do before you guys uh, make it back to Chiroskiro? Now my life uh, happens in Chiroskiro. Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. Buddy! Craig! Craig. You to join us! I hope you leave these in every time we do uh, content where I greet Craig. Uh, they absolutely get put in during the outtakes. Excellent. Remember, listeners, uh, Craig is my life. He's the only one who's never left. He's the only one who's never muted you on purpose? Yeah. Like Brendan. So many times. I'm sure that when we're just casually talking, you mute me and unmute me just to feel better. I mean, in my brain sometimes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know I'm joking.
I but do the out, does the listeners of the outtake know you're joking? I mean, they, they won't know for another, like, three months. My retribution will come. I'm sure it will. This will, you know, this will just air in, like, a year once we finally get there. I agree. He does seem like a cool guy. He obviously needs to, to, um, to be, like, a subsect of, uh, uh, Alien's, uh, investigation, uh, like, side hustle. Just be a mystery-solving guy. I couldn't agree more. And then maybe they'll find a lunar who has a pigeon form and maybe hang out with a ghost or something. I feel like the last good show. <laughs> I don't know why my mind went there, but when you, when you said I could go get myself a pair of my mind instantly fill in the, uh, the, um, the sentiment of the new air Jordans. <laughs> get myself a pair of them new air Jordans. The new Nike, man. Anyway, go on. Sorry. The new Nikes. <laughs> Gotta get the kick. All right, you're kind of hot. Maybe you don't fuck animals. Um, I, why, why would I? F- I'm sorry. I'm being insensitive. That, that's uh, first edition Exalted Lore. Thank you very much. Oh, is it really? Yikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's lot of yikes right there. I've, stu- I've stumbled onto something. Uh, Whatever the thing is called on a safe, I'm sure that I'll figure this out uh, later and edit it back in. But the, uh, the, dial. the wheel, the dial, that's what it is. Okay, cool. So. We're going to take a moment to offload, get up, get drinks, whatever. Um, and then we're going to go into the final combat on the day. Hey. Uh, Brendan, something just occurred to me. Yes. Uh, Moya, Mio, whatever her name was. It's been like months. The oh, yeah. uh, secretary girl who I took to that party one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't discuss it, but I don't know if Ricky and her are still hanging out like that. And if not, did Ricky just disappear one day and not say anything? It is up to you on what you would have done with the people who are close to you. I mean, if these goons didn't even know, I imagine I just up and like disappeared one day and nobody knew where I went. I thought that you said that you told the matriarch that you were going off to get stronger. Oh, yeah, that's true. I did do that. So then she would have just been like, oh, he's going off on like... I mean, if I told the matriarch, I would have told her. Yeah. Like, y- y- it's basically like, yeah, he went off on like getting stronger sabbatical. And, you know, as a Sab- martial a sabbatiswole, artist... sabbatiswole, if you may. Yeah, yeah sabbatiswole, if you will. God, I'm so glad I didn't kick Craig out yet. Glad that we got that in. I never kicked Craig out. He's always with me. Did I do the fucking Mike Tyson voice for him? No, you didn't. Okay. We weren't ripping off of it that hard. Okay. I think you had a tad of the Mike Tyson lisp, but not like full Mike Tyson. You, you didn't have the high-pitched voice. It was like a normal low voice. It was like a normal low voice, but with like a lisp? Yeah. Okay. Um. Basically, for clarification, if it's not human or a god, um, it is basically a creature of darkness. If it's not like... Under those two categories. If it's not human, god, or elemental. Undead, demon, bear folk, um, abyssal, infernal. If it's not from this plane of existence and it's not from heaven, it's a creature of darkness. For the record, um, no, never mind. He does not count as a creature of darkness. He's just an exigent. He's not a liminal. Who's who's not a liminal? uh, The uh, 10,000 copper scales. 
I got it. I got okay. it confused because I was like, wait, but this is a dark god. And I went, wait, no, slavery is a con, uh, a human construct. It's not actually like, it's not like a moral. It, it's not like a. It's not a thing that the unconquered sun came down and said, this is a bad thing. Don't do it, guys. Which is weird. You totally should do that. But uh, then you'd be putting an entire bureau out of a out of a job. Religion. Am I right? Tavis uh, kind of bounces from foot I'm to foot. Divine. Divine. Okay, I'm going to be right back just a second. She just had her finger on the button to talk. Okay. It works. It works, though. Go. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, Julia just informed me that she got too deep. Oh, buddy. <laughs> right. So anyway, I apologize about that, Michaela. Um, wife has to come first sometimes. Um, totally understandable. It bought me time. I'm fine. You're going to make me look up the fucking grappling rules, aren't you? Potentially, yeah. Fuck. Pro- probably a good thing to have right now. Because I have grasping lightning hold now. I don't think that we've ever used grappling rules. We have not, except maybe like once. It didn't count that time. Hey, Brendan, doesn't yes. that double back round in decimals of ten? The, wait, what? Doesn't doesn't that initiative go by like tens? No. Uh, or I thinking of something entirely different. I think you're thinking of something entirely different. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. You're you're fine. <laughs> It's Shadowrun. That's what's thinking, making me think like that. Okay. Ah, oh, thank you, oh, Craig. I forgot something very, very important, actually. Oh? Uh, Craig, I love you. That I'm going awesome. to... I can't wait until we get to the recordings that actually have Craig in there so I can just have you all professing your eternal undying love for Craig constantly. Craig! To have not had him earlier on is actually pretty cruel by you. I, I blame you for this. I mean, I didn't know that he was a thing until like Your September. Was not an excuse. All right, so I'll just have to make it up by to Craig by running even more games. I don't know. So, yes, exactly like that, Cody. Exactly, they're just a bunch of JoJo characters. Tarali's twinks. So, fighting words. Listen here, you don't, you, you don't. Make fun of La Passione. No. Um, my, I'm at uh, 7 out of 35. I'm sitting at... My per- my personal, I, I don't typically use very often. My peripheral is at 18 out of 35. You okay. can see mine in the notes, Brendan. I'm tracking it on the notes. Okay. Um, oh, so. you can actually see mine and Michaela's in uh, Lot Casting a Timmy in the uh, Chronicle. Oh, can I really? Yeah. Wow, I am so bad. Holy shit. Okay, um, so. While he reads, obviously we're not going to backtrack what I already did, um, but for my knowledge for future reference, being the beat drive and part of the hammer for the back-to-back five rolls, would I have been able to re-roll the ones and sixes per those charms for next time? Yes, yes, uh... The the your stuff allows you to re-roll ones and sixes from the Kaiser beat from the Kaiser champion and then from become the hammer, right? Yep. Yeah. So for next time, yeah, you I will remember. It it's a lot to remember. Um so like I don't I don't blame you. Um Hey, even nerfed it was still good though. 
Yeah, even All nerfed right, I'm ready, it's really good. Uh, when you end a rush, but also when you add a when you get plus one base initiative when you land a decisive strike. Oh, against that's creature, creature of darkness. darkness. Yeah. Oops. I'm mean, just have to start fighting. I'm just gonna have to start sending you against some fucking vampires or whatever. Don't breathe fire on them again. I can. So. Your squeal of excitement was too high pitched. Noise cancellation cut out your bullshit. What were you saying? Uh, with that out of the way, uh, I'm going to ask that since it's nine o'clock that we take a break. Uh, I'm going to go stare out a fucking window for a moment and figure out how the fuck I'm going to do my shit. It's all right. You're you're allowed to stab me. It'll be OK. I, I am at 56 initiative somehow. Uh, I uh, might have read a rule wrong, so I feel like this is not how it should go. Just, just you know, hit Michaela. Like that'll be what, like a quarter of her health levels. I mean, maybe. Anyway, hey, she uh, can take it. She's got the soak. Oh, listen, listen. I'm sure that in a moment, uh, Brit is about to just end this guy's fucking life after he takes the turn. What's her initiative at? Uh, her initiative is at sixteen. Oh, Avengers. I mean, I have a sneaking suspicion he's about to AoE all of us with a decisive attack next turn. Wow, how did you know? Anyway, uh, I'm going to offload real quick. Yeah. Uh, for the record, uh, White Reaper style, when that uh, you do things like that, uh, it forces you to split the initiative as evenly as possible among all targets. Yeah, it's like the Kaiser Champion one. All right. No- okay, listen, Britt, I have literally had Christina hit a boss monster at 70. This is like my comeuppance from four years ago. On everyone but Christina. On everyone but Christina. Seems totally fair. Yeah, I said what I said. You're not going to hit me. I don't think. You don't think? I don't think. Oh, uh, God. I've never gotten one of those. So it's you one have? One awesome you have. Three. You absolutely have. You got one for the Thanos fight. The unfortunate part is I rolled exactly what I needed. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so plus three initiative? Uh, plus three evasion? Plus three evasion, yeah. Oh, um, ten. So to let you guys know, um, if you guys, uh, I, don't, I don't know how, if you guys are on push to talk or anything, if you guys get like a reaction like a like a haha like a laugh or a oh my god that's so cool reaction from someone describing their stunt please put it in here so that i can know because that's kind of what tells me like the difference between a two daughter and a three daughter that's pretty cool i also want to make clear that i don't think we can actually move away from close like is being described we cannot we cannot actually move away from close until the Attack is done. So get your ass off that sailboat, Cody. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to dodge the attack anyways, bitch. Yeah, you're right. I know that. I'm glad you know that. <laughs> Either Brenda way... just told me the... to describe it. I know what my life is. Mm-hmm. Either way, the mental image of Tarali just, like, hanging off the pier kind of made me chuckle. I, I, I will let you know, Michaela, just as a future reference, Kaiser Beat Drive absolutely has some JoJo roots in it. If you wanted to hold yourself through strength alone on the surface of the water through Kaiser through uh, Kaiser Champion style, I would have allowed it. It's all about breath control. <laughs> it's all about breath control and the fucking ripple. You gotta, you gotta get, get that come on, right? You gotta get that hamon going. Good to know. 
Wow, Cody, that was such a good description of your combat hit. Take a plus three. You're actually incapacitated. <laughs> yeah, I get a plus three on the damage for that. <laughs> Stuck in my death. Okay, Cody. Um, you know, that, that is probably a good image for a scythe wielder, actually. Um, let me see. Do you have, do you have, uh, arrow thorn technique by chance? No, I don't. I haven't gone down any more archery charms yet. So that was going to be my next thing. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you focus mostly on, uh, larceny and performance stuff lately, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. The game has been mostly social up until now. I built Ferris to be, like, be able to take a hit and, like, wither them down. Not, like, super fighty. 